Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Mountains of Magic podcast, your place for those Walt Disney World planning tips and tricks, and sometimes Universal, and, you know, next week, Disneyland. But so glad that you're here listening in today. Happy Friday to you. We are continuing a series on ranking table service restaurants in the different Disney parks. So this is episode 118, ranking Animal Kingdom and Hollywood Studios table service restaurants. Hey, hey, everyone. Thanks for being here and listening in today. I am your host, Danielle, and we are talking food for the next few episodes. If you didn't, you can go back and listen to episode 117, where I ranked the table service restaurants at Magic Kingdom. Um, And very upfront with these Animal Kingdom and Hollywood Studios restaurants, I've not eaten at every single one. I'll be honest with you where I have and where I haven't. But I'm just going to be sharing my opinion with you about these different restaurants. If you're planning to snag some dining reservations, um, hopefully you can get an idea of kind of what's offered, what the price point is going to be. I'm recording this episode in September of 2023. So if you're listening, you know, in the future, just know prices might have changed a little bit, but you can at least kind of gauge it between, you know, different restaurants, what you are looking at. So let's jump right in. First up, we're going to head to Animal Kingdom. And this is going to be a short and sweet list because there are only four table service restaurants in Animal Kingdom. I will be honest, I have only been to one of them because my family has a favorite. And if we're going to do table service in Animal Kingdom, this is where we tend to go. Now, I'll be honest, what's happened the past few times because Animal Kingdom tends to close earlier, like around, you know, 7, 8 p.m. at night. A lot of times we'll just dip out of the park early and go to a resort reservation because the past few times we've had a lot of resorts we wanted to eat at and not enough time to fit them in. So this is what we did last time. We actually hightailed it out of Animal Kingdom, went back to the resort, changed, and went over Artist Point. So Animal Kingdom, I love you, and there are some great options here, but that just might be something else you consider um, to have a dinner outside of the park on your Animal Kingdom day. All right, number one is Yak and Yeti. I love it. My family loves Asian-inspired food. Um, It's a fun little kind of Asian vibe in there. It is an a la carte restaurant, so you're not locked into paying a certain price. And they are open for lunch and dinner. They got a little bit of everything. They have small plates. They have shareables. They have regular entrees. I feel like the portions here are a hefty size, and I'm not trying to walk around with a to-go box. So keep that in mind. I think some of these appetizers and small plates might be, you know, a great option if you just want something not too heavy. But whatever you would get at your favorite, like, Chinese restaurant, probably a good option for what you can find here. Um, Lots, like I said, 
just just good stuff. Everybody's happy in my family with this restaurant. Now, another tip is that if you can't get a reservation here, or if you really do just want something, you know, not so heavy, they actually have a great quick service option right beside the restaurant. You can go up, get yourself some fried rice, get a snack, some egg rolls, whatever it may be. So that can be great even if they don't have walk-up availability or if you didn't snag a reservation. All right, number two is the character meal inside of Animal Kingdom, and that is a Tusker House. This one I have not done, but it looks fun. Um, A couple of my clients going later this year were all about Tusker House. It's a reservation they say they always grab, but here you're going to have the option of breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and meet Donald, and normally Goofy, and Mickey, sometimes Daisy. This is a buffet-style restaurant, and you do have set pricing. For breakfast, it's around $45 per adult. And for lunch and dinner, you're looking at about $60. Um, They do all the Disney restaurants are great. If you have an allergy or need any modifications, they can do that for you with your food. But this is a fun one kind of over in the Africa area near the Lion King show. Um, And if you're looking for that character meal, this is where you want to go in Animal Kingdom. All right, next up, we have Tiffin's. So this one is number three on my list. It is technically in the Discovery Island area, kind of right when you enter the park. And you're definitely going to get more of an exotic menu here. This is sort of a la carte. So order what you want, no set pricing. But they've got things like octopus, pork belly, um, charcuterie, artisanal cheeses, shrimp and grits, butter chicken, short ribs. So you're getting that definitely ethnic inspired menu um, available for lunch and dinner here. But I'll tell you, what kind of overshadows Tiffin's is the lounge beside it, and that is Nomad Lounge. So that I've heard nothing but good things about. Um, they have apparently like the best gluten-free churros if you're into that. Um, but the lounge is a walk-up situation only. And so they open around 11, 1030 every day, and people will just line up in order to get in. You've got poke bowls and like I said, the churros they're known for, lots of great cocktails. Um, So similar menu to what you're going to find at Tiffin's, but the lounge is kind of known for being the place to be. So either or, depending on what you need, kiddos can go into the lounge as well. And the lounge also just has beautiful views. You're right there on the waterway and it's just known as a great spot to hang out in Animal Kingdom. All right. The last restaurant, technically, I guess, is not inside the park, but that's Rainforest Cafe. I would encourage a skip here, just because you can, in most major cities, go to your own Rainforest Cafe. Um, But if that's what you're looking for, you know, they have a variety of food items, things that are going to please the picky eaters. You can definitely check it out. Um, You know, no set pricing because you're a la carte there. But yeah, 
for me, if it's something I can get outside of Disney World, it's not really what I want to open eat in Disney World, but it is open breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and there aren't a ton of breakfast options in Animal Kingdom other than that Creature Comfort Starbucks location, which my family always hits up. Um, so if you need it, it's there as an option, but I got it the lowest on my list. All right, and that's Animal Kingdom for us. Top four, only four. All right, now let's switch gears to Hollywood Studios where there's a few more options. All right, number one on my list for Hollywood Studios and a spot that we go a lot is 50s Prime Time Cafe. So this one is available lunch and dinner, a la carte, order whatever you want, um, entrees and things, reasonably priced about the between $20 and $30 mark. But this is just your good old mom's home cooking, meatloaf, pot pie, mashed potatoes with everything, fried chicken. Um, it's definitely a filling meal, but you're going to be treated here like, you know, your Aunt Fran is your waitress and is telling you to keep your elbows off the table and all of that good stuff. There are little TVs everywhere. You feel like you're in a kitchen from the 50s. So this is a favorite for my family. Number two on my Hollywood Studios list is the Hollywood Vine Restaurant, which is kind of right there when you walk into the park. And this is your character meal. So a lot of times for breakfast, you can find different Disney Junior characters here. And for lunch and dinner, you tend to find Minnie, Mickey, Goofy and Pluto. But what's fun here is for the holidays, they do different costumes and different decor. So we went at Christmas time and, you know, they had their Christmas attire on and holly and garland everywhere. They do it for Halloween in the springtime even. Um, your price point here for breakfast is about $42 per adult. And for lunch and dinner, you're looking at about $60. It is a buffet style restaurant. Um, when we went, it was COVID time so they were not doing the full buffet back but I really enjoyed the food I got um, I'd say you're probably looking at things similar to what you'd find you know um, over in 50s prime time veggies um, steak chicken different things like that on the buffet but I thought it was good we enjoyed seeing the characters and just kind of being in that 50s diner type vibe all right number three is the newest restaurant in Hollywood Studios and that is Roundup Rodeo Barbecue back in Toy Story Land um, it seems like when this first opened this summer they were having some trouble with staffing and getting people to their tables at a decent time. I have heard that that's improved. Um, the barbecue, I think, is fine. Um, but this is open for lunch and dinner. You're looking at about $45 per adult plus tax and gratuity for both of those. Um, and this is an all you care to enjoy thing. You kind of just pick like three sides for your table. You pick some entrees for your table that kind of thing. Um, and you got, you know, your full course meal, you have your dessert. But really, the thing that you're paying for here is that atmosphere. Now, it is not a character meal, but you do feel like you're a toy. So similar to how all of Toy Story Land is themed with like the big toys all around you, um, and everything being larger than life. There's also some fun things they do during your diner 
dining experience to make it feel even more like you're a toy. But if you have Toy Story fans, if you're looking for some barbecue and you want a good amount of food, this could be a good option for you. All right, my number four choice at Hollywood Studios is where we're just bringing that theming over the top, and that is the Sci-Fi Dine-In Theater Restaurant. This one is really cool. Um, It's like you're at a drive-in movie theater. There's a giant black and white projector screen um, that's showing a old movie, and you sit in little cars (laughs) now. Your food options here are nothing super fancy. You're looking at like burger and fries. It is an a la carte menu um, open for lunch and dinner. They've got the milkshakes, just what you would expect to find at the drive-in theater. I feel like the prices are not too bad. Um, You're looking at $21 for a burger, so a little steep. You're paying for the atmosphere. It is a little dark in there, and most of the time you're sitting like two by two in your little car, so it's not exactly the best place for like a big group to sit down and chat and connect during a meal. If you're going as a couple, I think it's great, Um, but yeah, the larger group, you're not really chatting. The kids aren't that enthralled by the movie because it is like an old black and white thing from the, you know, 40s, 50s, whatever, but it's fun. It's not something I do every time, but I think it's fun to do at least once or twice. It is a pretty tough reservation to get, so you want to be on top of it if you want to try that one out. All right, my number six pick is going a little bit more upscale, and that is the Hollywood Brown Derby restaurant. Um, This is one that's on my list to try. It is... It's on Hollywood Boulevard, really close to Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, but this is inspired by the Brown Derby restaurant in Hollywood. Um, Lunch and dinner menu that's a la carte. They've got charcuterie boards and shrimp cocktails, filet mignon, fish, grilled pork. So this is kind of your more upscale option. Um, I've also heard they have a chopped salad that's really, really good here. But if you're looking, you know, just to sit, they do have a patio. You can do some people watching if you get sat outside. Um, And yeah, so if you want that more upscale vibe for your meal, you want to sip, you want to enjoy it, you want to have a nice beverage, um, Hollywood Brown Derby is your place to go. Now, that's not how we normally do a Hollywood studio stay. So that's why I probably haven't been there yet, but maybe someday. All right. And then last up on my Hollywood Studios list is the one that just has a bad rap. And if you listen to my last episode, it's a very similar thing that happened with Magic Kingdom, the last on that list. And this one is Mama Melrose. So the Italian spot has the lowest ranking. So Mama Melrose is on Grand Avenue. It's your Italian spot, open for lunch and dinner, a la carte options. Um, And, you know, you're just going to get your different pastas, your soups, your salads, 
all that good stuff. Um, it just doesn't have the reputation for being, you know, anything over the top and that great. Um, price point wise, I'm seeing a pasta with chicken is $26. Spaghetti and meatballs is $26 for an adult entree. So, you know, do with that what you will. Do you want to spend that money on okay pasta or would you rather just do a quick service or something like that? But that is my ranking for Animal Kingdom and Hollywood Studios. Hopefully you found out a little bit more about your table service options there. And if you want to chat more or you'd like some of these reservations booked for you, remember, if you use me as your travel advisor, not only will I help you book your hotel and ticket accommodations, but I'll get up at the crack of dawn to make those dining reservations for you 60 days out so you don't have to. But as always, my friends, I thank you so very much for listening. Thanks for being here and hope you have a magical day. Bye-bye. 